0: Here we go.
1: You nailed that one just right. Hello, sir. How's it going? How's it going, good people? man? We were gone last week. You La Toolman is over no. here saying he's busy playing Tweety. Tweety listening to us in the background.
0: Oh, Tweety Tweed.
1: Yeah. I have not jumped into that yet.
0: Um, I have a character for it, but I, I hmm. I don't like those kind of games anymore. I used to like uh, it's the World of Warcraft kind of game. Um, mm, I mean, it's nice. It's a branded property and such. I mean, it, mm, I don't know. It just doesn't really excite me, but uh, maybe I'm just too old now.
1: So that play test that they had, that one they ran for like a week, it was a while ago. It was probably like late spring maybe. I actually enjoyed that. The problem was is it, well, I shouldn't even say it's a problem, but the, the thing was, is there was only so much to do cause it was a play test. So after playing it, you know, three or four days, it, it got kind of boring.
0: Well, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I think you also need to be interested in the subject matter, you know, with world of Warcraft, it was kind of neat, medieval fantasy kind of stuff. You had humans against orcs and all that stuff. And, but Walking Dead, hmm, I don't know. It's not my cup of tea. I, I'd prefer a first person. I, I like the first person shooters better.
1: Well, you're on your own there. I can't play those with you. I absolutely suck at shooting anything.
0: Or or the third person shooters, which is uh, what Superior is. I think.
1: That's where the camera sits back off of you, right? Yeah, is that that's how that's, you tell the difference.
0: That's crazy. Hi, John T.
1: There he is. Haven't seen him in a while. All right, nice to see you, John.
0: So, uh, this one's probably going to be unpopular because I just want to talk about butt hurt people in crypto. Uh, we, we I do want to talk about some AI stuff too, but um, there's people are getting way butt hurt, both companies and and people that follow the companies about crypto and it's really because this is just a really unregulated space and people are i think just dying for regulation people want regulation but at the same time don't regulate me i should be able to do whatever i want with my own money this is this is what gets me is everybody a lot of people in crypto right now are like i should be free to do what i want i want to be able to smoke those big stogies eat those steaks whatever oh and then i get cancer and die well you guys should have warned me no, we did, and I'm sorry. You've been warned about crypto by fucking everybody in crypto. So what the fuck? Um, yeah,
1: it it is, and it's tough. One one of the things, I I think people don't realize, and and I talked a little about this in the green room before the show, but it you have like we talk a lot about gaming companies, so let's Let's use a couple of gaming companies. You've got like Playable and Myria. We've been talking about those in CFA quite a bit lately.
0: Yeah, and they scare me, both of them.:
1: Well, uh, so the differences in the companies are like night and day. You have Myria, which is completely quiet. You don't hear anything from them. They just, I don't know, survive somehow. Ooh. And you have Playable, Myria. And you have playable who on the other hand is very vocal, very communicative. They've set very low expectations, which is a good thing. And people engage with them. They have lotteries. They play fun thing. I mean, it's just, and, and the personality of, of the company is completely different and there's different levels of drama at every different company. Right. And, and, that's based on the expectations of both sides because you have gamers who expect more i i believe out of the blockchain or crypto gaming from the companies from the games from everything because it's a new level more technology cooler shit to do owning the assets all that stuff and then you have these these gaming companies who expect more from the players and the players are like i just want the more stuff and the gaming companies are like well we just want these players to like seamlessly transition and right in the middle there you have this this clash because the the goals aren't aligned between the players and the company
0: right you and then you have crypto where people are seeing the future and putting a lot of money into what they see as the future because they're speculating. They want, they want to see numbers go up so they can get a big windfall from it. Um, and that's where I think people are actually getting a lot more butthurt and personals because money is involved. And this is what I'm, I'm not getting why people are not getting this. You know that you're putting tens of thousands of dollars into NFTs and, 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 crypto and stuff. Well, you did. People aren't buying NFTs anymore. But um, I mean, and now they're butthurt that everything has gone away. And it's like, you realize this was just a gamble that you made, right? And people are like, no, 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 no. I, I, I all of a sudden, I want people to, to be regulating us. I, I want people to take this company to task. Well,
1: that, they- I, I do think there, there should be higher standards of accountability for projects that do have people putting more and more and more assets into them.
0: Okay. So I'm not sure I'm not. Myria. Myria had right. that town star clone called moon something. Um, whatever happened to they
1: They're still alive and kicking, I guess people were talking about it in CFA just the other day. And, uh, there's there's a kind of a kerfuffle talking Moonville. about the emotions. Moonville. Um, there there was a revelation that uh, one of our one of our community members made, Mr. Lichen, who is a town star expert, had had been talking about he, he got into a kerfuffle and got suspended on the Myriad Discord. Uh, go figure right apparently
0: they, chat, <laughs> it, they, apparently they chatted him up after him like not being on forever and he gave them a piece of their mind and now well
1: know, he 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 was he was asserting that uh moonville was a direct ripoff of townstar like line for line code except for the graphics and he made a very good point and the point was, is that? Do you know? Do you remember back to Town Star when you would fuck up and put your town in the wrong spot, and you're like, Ah, wait a minute! I need to move this before we get started building all this. I need—I uh, meant to click a, a plane, and and here I am in a rocky whatever. And so you'd click the button to destroy your town, right? And in order to to confirm that you were destroying your town, you had to enter a four digit code. Okay. Uh-huh. Moonville is the same way and uses the same four digit code.
0: Well, if you look at, if you even look at <laughs> Mary's website there, um, <laughs> if I'm, I'm looking at, at their marketplace and their, their stuff when they show a, a, a picture of an NFT and stuff looks very much like Townstar. The towns look like town star. Everything looks like Townstar. Um, somebody was asserting that the bugs are just like town star. But yeah. uh, if, if I recall, if you look on CFA, if you look way in the past, I believe doc was saying that uh, Miria is, is they're, they're, they're done with different code. They're, they're done in different uh, graphics engines and stuff like that. But I mean, that doesn't stop people from porting the code over.
1: Right. So, so things like that, right. That will amp somebody up because You're. let's say you're not like and you're you're just a different person. You're a normal person. You go up and and you go, oh, wow, look, you know, Miria's got, got a game. I want to play it, right? And you go in there and it turns out that everything looks identical to a different game that you just played. There's going to be a level of disappointment there right off the bat, right from the get.
0: I don't and know, emotions. Have you, have you played are, are games already. on this, your cell phone? Because there's lots of copies of games yeah. on your cell phone.
1: But the but the point is, is that that everything will trigger an emotion somehow. What what the what the gaming companies who are doing well at this point are doing is giving people more feelings of happiness than any other emotion that you can think of, and they do that in a variety of ways. And if you just looking from the surface, from the emotional level, number one, you have your onboarding, right? If it's a pain in the ass to get onto the platform, set up a wallet, jump through hoops, go to Discord and make 35 messages to prove you're a human, then come back and deposit, you know, 0.02 tether to prove you own the wallet. And eh, eh, right. You're already coming in pissed off. And then if the game is bugged or the the people in there are are not the most pleasant people and they're so the experience that a person and I've talked about this god for years now on here it the experience that people have is where the basis of success is going to come from people want a smooth easy crisp clean fun transition from traditional gaming into crypto gaming and if you vary from that at all and create friction create problems hoops to jump through different chains different this different that you you're you're going to have people who are already emotional coming in and then you're asking them to spend money and okay. more so, money than you normally get
0: okay so this is this is what's getting me about crypto gaming cuz the the, just a few years ago, every crypto game was selling land and this land was fucking expensive. If you were to buy it from Splinterlands or Decentraland or, or there's there's another one and, or, or, or Gala Games, this land was really, really fucking expensive. And the whole notion of having land is you can make money with that land. And now, of course, everybody seems to be backing off of that. And so there, there's an element of Promises broken or understanding uh, or, or, or not a change of understanding. A lot of people are kind of what going back on them on, on what walking back certain things about what they're saying.
1: Yeah, this, this leads us into the promise land.
0: That's, for... that's where I was hoping to go. It's, <laughs> there's been a lot of promises with online gaming and the promises seem to have changed or the, the what's delivered seems to not be, what was what was promised and again if you're going to buy land for tens of thousands of dollars what are you expecting well from my point of view if you're an idiot to spend that much money either you have an inside inside knowledge or you know what's going on if 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 you're going to spend that much money on a game i don't think at this point you're you're actually expecting the game i think you're expecting the profit
1: well that that is what that creates. And and again, there's where the emotions run high. And I've I've sat here on many a show and said, you know, the expectations are set by the price. And many have argued against that. And and I'm still a hundred percent on there. The the more that you have personally invested, not only monetarily, but look at look at us, right? You and I have been doing Pretty much, what probably 80 percent of our content is Gala. Fully immersed in this system, we have very high personal investment, not to mention financial invest, <laughs> financial investing into that uh, into that company. It's so really, that's not, not it's, into the company. We're not into the company. To the platform. Sorry, you, you know what I mean. I'm not. I'm not like a noob. I, I understand how this works. So you have these escalating that takes steps up constantly. Emotion, money, emotion, money, emotion, money. And, and it gets to that tipping point at some point where everybody's just cranky. And you said it very well. It's not only the, the gamers, it's the people on the platform, but it's the company itself too. They're, they're probably cranky because things aren't going their way either
0: well and i i like to use the the example of benefactor screaming and yelling and saying terrible things you know at at users now of course he's saying that because users are saying terrible things to him and he doesn't feel like you know he he he, he doesn't feel like holding back that's a bit unusual for any company to be you know yelling at their at their users and stuff like that um in one sense, that's cool. But in another, in, in a very real sense, it's really bad for the company to, to be doing stuff like that. The, and then when you the, do that, you start getting a lot more hate coming at you. It's like, great, you, ju- you just shut up a hater. Now you got 10 more in his place. You got you got people that can refer to, to you being a, a dickhead and stuff like that to them. And of course you could say well I don't want those users either but they're just going to multiply.
1: How do you stop it? How do you stop the the emotion from both sides? That's we we've we talk about it emotionally and we've talked about emotions and we've talked about the ramifications. We've never talked about the prevention. How how does the emotions get get brought back down again?
0: Well, I think I think Frankly, that companies should just shut up and work. They should shut up and do their job and get their stuff done. And I think the way that some companies in get involved with their community is not the best. You could say, wow, they're being really personable and they're they're you know, they're they're paying they're they really care about me. I think I think that's almost an experiment to to have companies but to do that. But you find that when you have a discord with a a company discord where people can chat individually with that company, there's always a line that it's an unwritten line as far as they can go. And as far as you can go, they they say, they can say, we want to hear your complaints. Tell us where you're angry, whatever. Yeah. There's a line. Even, even, even if you're nice about it, there's a line and that line isn't published all the time, but it is there.
1: So, so do you think the engagement at levels that some of these companies do are is too much?
0: Probably. Um, companies these days, or at least the ones with their own Discord followings, seem to want to get every minute of your attention. We have a giveaway every other day, that kind of thing. They they want you on that Discord all the time, typing and t- typing and getting into it and stuff like that. Just shut up and work. You know, I have a life. I just want to go do my thing and come back later and find out what new, you know, fine, let me see your announcements about your new TownStar NFTs and so on. But, I mean, you don't you don't need somebody to come in. All the questions that, that are going to get asked get asked in a variety of number of variety, a million different ways. And you're going to spend more time equivocating than, than you are actually informing. And what's worse is a chat room is the worst form of communication. Show me a fucking outline of what you can, of what you can do. If you're just chatting with people all the time, people can't absorb that fire hose of what's going on. It's, it's, it's too much.
1: Well, you get to a point where, where people end up stepping on their own dicks at, at this too, because they say things that later they'll regret, right?
0: Yes. They and- they should. I mean, any good lawyer is going to say, shut the fuck up. Just, just do what you need to do and promise Promise as little. If, if I had a company, I'd promise as little as possible because I'd want to make sure I could get it done. You know, well, now, and folks, you want to exceed
1: less- expectations, right? right. You, you promise low and money, exceed that.
0: But I'm not going to make any money if I promise as little as possible. If I promise a new thing every day, I'm going to make a lot more money because I'm working on people's hopes and hopes and you know, and 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 dreams.
1: Well, and and that's that. So should there be a line for for? what a gaming company can can cross with its players
0: i i I don't see why you have to make that line as a gaming company i would say any company no Um, no
1: we just talked about you were saying you know like in discord you know there's a a line right that the gaming company will set what about the players
0: well i'd say that and the ecosystem members
1: should there be should they set a line to say enough's enough
0: that that line is with any company. It could be with a restaurant. If you go in a restaurant and the restaurant advertises that you can say whatever you want, there's going to be people that get kicked out of that restaurant. So that's that's gross, dude. Do do that.
1: Sorry, tomorrow. I I was sneezing and ah, um, heat kicked down and all the yeah, dust came out.
0: There's always a line, and it goes in between the rules. And so you're still missing while,
1: my question.
0: Apparently, go ahead, ask it again you, in a different way. <laughs>
1: don't repeat the same thing should players set a line for gaming companies that if they if the gaming company does or doesn't do xyz that that line gets breached and there should be there should be consequences i don't
0: think okay because there is for
1: the gaming company for the players why shouldn't the players have one for the gaming company
0: one i don't think players have a big choice. But two, um, players if should hold them hold the companies to their word. But oh. you're going to find, yeah, well, what you're going to find is companies are going to say things like we don't have roadmaps. We're not going to tell you when these things are done. We're going to get them done when we get them done, in which case players can't really logically hold them to anything. They can only say, well, industry standard is blah, blah, blah. You said that you were going to do this game and it's taken forever. I don't know if you remember the Duke Nukem scandal
1: no but i remember the game duke nukem so
0: duke nukem was popular and they came out with a a sequel i think and then and then um pretty quick i think it used the same engine and then they're going to come out with a new new one a third one called duke nukem forever and uh damn near took forever to come out because it was like (laughs) what 14 years because what they did is they got so much money and and interest from duke nukem that um that the the developer wanted to make the perfect game and so he'd get going with the game, and then a new technology would come out. And then he would rewrite the game in the new technology. And halfway through that rewrite, a new technology would come out. And then he rewrite the game in that new technology. And as a result, it, got, it de- got delayed and delayed and delayed. And each time, he's hyping people up. And this is back before you had discords and stuff like that. This, you just got occasional like announcements like you know every few months or something like that. They just go dark for a while. And so after a while, I think he wound up, the maker, I think, either had to sell the game or got fired or something, and then had to pass it to another company, which just finished the game, and then it was out, and the game wasn't all that good. But the, the whole point is, there is no realistic limit for how long it takes for a game to come out. Yeah, you can say five to seven years is for a really good, you know, triple A game. But I mean, it depends, is it worth it? it? It could be worth waiting longer. The game better be really good. So yeah, users can certainly say, you know, you guys suck, you haven't put it out. But as far as broken promises, if they're working on it every day, no, they really technically haven't broken a promise. If they've never given you a time frame and they're constantly showing that you're working on it. Not only that, with, with um, a lot of these games, you you get playable demos all the time they're per, they're showing you something they're showing you that something is is getting further along so yeah you're going to you're going to try their patience just like vc investors would be in in a game in, in the old way of doing things
1: so is there ever a time you think pitchfork should be pulled out
0: i mean you're you're looking for a black and white answer you're i mean no
1: i'm asking yeah, for an example
0: broken promises if if you if you say okay. you're going to get it out by a certain date it should be out by that date but games now so ignore that now and even when they do get them out the date version 1.0 is a version that you don't want to have anyway version 1.0 is now a is now a you know derogatory statement oh i don't want 1.0 where's the patch but that's because they would put things out before they were ready so you don't want something before the patch now
1: something you haven't talked about in a very long time on here it's probably we argued about it maybe 18 months ago we did a whole show and we argued all the way through it maybe maybe remind people because you mm-hmm. hopefully you'll you'll catch the same line of thought that you did back then what is considered a promise and what is considered not a promise define cuz we always say oh you Hey, hey ABC Gaming, you broke your promise to us. What is a promise and what is what would be considered breaking a promise?
0: That I'm just going to say that depends on your context. I mean, Yeah, so give to, examples,
1: you, you know? It doesn't have to be black and white. Just if you were if you were standards.
0: Standards, okay? So standards. If, you promise, if you want a promise, then if you want to judge somebody by a promise, then just use a standard. Come up with a standard if one doesn't exist. That's if, if you want to call someone out, at least have a standard. That's that's probably what I said before, and that's what I, I say now.
1: Is a statement a standard?
0: No, statement is a statement. A sta- a standard is. You could say the standard is let's average what the other game companies do. Um or or you know there you go. Well, so we'll after five years we could say that you're lying. However, is a
1: statement a promise? Hmm. Is a statement a promise?
0: depends on your context again. Does the promise <laughs> adhere to a standard? Does the statement <laughs> adhere to a standard?
1: So who sets the standard then?
0: Uh, anybody uh, who, <laughs> so the players you, when you, when you, well if if you say that you adhere to a standard, that's easy to determine whether you're whether you're living up to your promises. However, you're a new gaming company you might eschew those standards and say well now we don't play by those rules we play it by our own rules prove it or you know show me show me what you got so i i'd say what's the standard that's that's how you could you could i would i would just say come up by fast Faz's standard you fail by glitches standard you fail by crypto view standard well maybe you you're doing good i don't know Hi if the
1: game uses XRP as their uh, reward token, he will be uh ecstatic, I'm betting. Well,
0: well if the game still doesn't work, it doesn't work.
1: If it doesn't work, but it pays him XRP, he'd well like it. you
0: know that would for- that would forgive <laughs> people would forgive a lot with that. <laughs> and that okay so that's the thing about crypto is during the during the bull market um star citizen had this really crapple a uh, crazy ass way of playing the games they were like well we we don't have a game ready but we got something so how about this you you can you just use this staking method and that's how ships actually can can do missions and you and I walk through how to make a ship go through a mission it's the most boring fucking thing on the planet but you could make money so Okay, I was willing to forgive that until it was just so complicated I couldn't figure it out. Then I was like, fuck this shit. So my standard in that case was convenience. <laughs> <laughs> but if if I'm gonna go and rant about the game, um people can easily say, well, other games do this, and you like to play those.
1: When when do you know it's time to take a break from you from frustrate. your emotional from your emotional distress
0: you're getting frustrated because of a fucking game you need to back off in my opinion personally i mean i've i've followed games for many years I, i'm a star citizen investor um i just take breaks they're still doing their playable alpha but their playable alpha is better than some triple a games so what what's what's their goal their goal is really just to have a game that they're just going to work on for the rest of their lives there's always going to be some unfinished part of it okay sure that's a new type of game they're trying to come up with.
1: The perpetual game,
0: the per- well, the perpetually developed game, kind of like the Winchester Mansion. Hold on, the cat is at the door. Yeah, it
1: sounds like he's dying. Cripes! So uh, there, there are a lot of emotions running high, especially in the Gala ecosystem. the The company's emotions are running high. The people in the ecosystems, emotions are running high and we have to find a way to, to bridge through that. If, if we're all going to coexist because there, there's been a, a lot of kerfuffles lately, both at CFA and at gala and the, the emotions are tipping to a very, very high point. And I don't want to see the ecosystem suffer because emotions are controlling it rather than what, what's supposed to be going on well, on these okay. platforms. You're,
0: you're saying something that I would say in a, in a much different way. Um, I think the ecosystem is not people's emotions. People's emotions are because they're butthurt about how something's being done or why something's being done. An ecosystem can be a perfectly great ecosystem, um, but just not being presented well by the company. And I want to make a distinction because people will say the ecosystem sucks because because Gala's assholes. <laughs> They're a bunch of assholes, so the ecosystem sucks. No, maybe you don't want to take part in it. Let's compare to the ecosystems of Web2 games. How are things better or worse? So let's, let's talk about the facts. If you want to talk about the ecosystem, how does it work? You know, people get angry about every game out there. I mean, if you play Fortnite or something, people are going to get angry about how the UI works uh, or they're going to get angry about how the game works or the glitches. Oh, I don't want to play this because this has so many glitches, so many clipping issues and stuff like that.
1: So, and in, in, you can answer this. I'm not... I'm not trying to lead you into anything when I say this, because I truly don't know. Games like Fortnite or any of your Xbox games, like Madden or anything, right? Do they have discords where the gaming developers, the president of Sega games and stuff, jumps in there and and interacts daily with the users? Well, that I don't
0: know. Uh, I th- and this is well. Oh, I figured you'd know that. Well, I, I know of those. Yes, there are other games that have this. I just don't know which 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 ones or which ones are more popular or whatever. And I'm sure each of them have their own. Um, uh, what do you call it? Have their own soap opera. Um, I've
1: never seen that. That's why I was asking. I'm I'm wondering if if that is causing some of the tensions between gaming companies and uh, players. What is Too much, too much interaction, too much. They're too close to it.
0: So I'm on another discord, the doctor who worlds apart, uh, trading card game discord. And there's so many people on it that Gala would, would love to have that many people on it. And they have to answer the same questions over and over and over and over and over and over and over. over. Um, and yeah, they have trolls and they have jerks and they have assholes and stuff like that. But Gala likes to, seems to, well, at first they wanted to have their company members get in on the, on the, the discord fund. You know, if you're a developer, you can get in talk and stuff like that. Um, With other company discords, I see them doing a very hands-off approach. You know, they, they don't say a lot because they can get in trouble from the legal department and stuff like that. And Gala at first was fine with with any of their people saying anything, but I'm, I'm sure that even they've been getting quieter and quieter over time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there used to be a lot more people in the uh, in the Gala. I'm looking for this article that I read on Twitter. There's that uh, there's that that gaming person. I follow her. She was on. Uh, ahead of the game at one point, Kate Irwin. She's real big into the gaming thing. And she linked to a, I want to say it was decrypt, but I'm not sure. I can't find it in my history. I'm just scrolling fast. I don't want to waste time, dead air over here looking for it. But it was talking about um, how how these daily active user counts are manipulated and how it's very difficult to trust them. They did a study on some of these um and everyone's doing it. And everybody's yeah, doing it. And and the bots are, you know, how they detect bots and companies will say, Oh yeah, we're stopping the bots, and they're not because they need the daily active users so they can brag. It was a really good article. I'll see if I can find it and circle back to the Faz Radio channel in discord and see if i can pop that up there i'm just not going to dig for it right now
0: well that's that's actually a good way to get into ai if you'd like um because the, the bots well it are is more significant um the bots are getting much more sophisticated and uh they're hard you know the twitter bots are, are getting are very sophisticated uh it's it's hard to tell which ones are human and which one aren't at this point
1: well you know the most sophisticated bot of them all is the president of Chat GPT open, open AI?
0: Oh, that was a good segue. Yeah. Well, why
1: did you why, know,
0: why did they get rid of them? Why'd they get rid of them? Uh,
1: there's a million different articles out on it already, and it only happened a couple hours ago. Um, I only skimmed a couple of articles because it was so new right before we jumped on the air here. Um, but the consensus is right now, Th- that he was proposing to take the company in a very, very, very bad way. Oh? Uh, mon- the rumor was the monetization. Let me pull up a more recent article because I don't want to just talk shit on here. Um, The one that I skimmed was saying that he had laid out this plan for, like, super monetization, was putting the money first, and yada, yada, it was somebody's... Alt, Did they have a board fired. with more than
0: two people on it?
1: <laughs> uh let's see. Surprising move. I loved my time at, at there. We'll see what's next. Um it's here's one from TechCrunch. They're pretty credible. Um a deliberative review process by the board concluded that Altman wasn't consistently candid in his communications with board members hindering its ability to exercise its responsibilities. The board no longer has confidence in Altman's ability to continue leading open AI. So they basically, they were questioning him. It sounds like in summary, they were questioning his, his decisions held a deliberative review process and, and, wasn't candid in his communications, which generally means he was lying to them, uh, lying to the board members, hindering the ability to exercise responsibility or getting shit done. That's that's from TechCrunch, and they're pretty credible.
0: I don't know. Chat oh, uh, ChatGPT seems to be getting a lot of stuff done, though I will say that a lot of competitors have popped up recently.
1: Yeah. They are immediately, this is from The Verge, another fairly credible one that I've read before. Uh, The interim CEO is Mira Marati. I don't know anything about Mira. I don't know if that's a boy or a girl. Um, Effective immediately, and they will conduct a search to add candidates for a permanent CEO successor. OpenAI's communications department declined to comment beyond the official statement. Even employees at OpenAI found out about the news when it was publicly announced. Wow! So yeah, they sounds like those really quick secret firings means he he fucked up really good somehow.
0: Speaking of fucked up, what do you think that? Uh, how do you think Elon's working with Twitter?
1: Uh, I'm seeing a lot of articles that that his AI uh, thing is not as good as it was hyped up to be. I watched the entire uh, four-hour podcast between Elon and, and Lex Friedman that just aired about a week ago. And they talked about Grok. The name of the AI is Grok. And... They did it live while you know they they were on the show and there's different modes to it. There's like chat GPT mode where it's personable. There's funny mode where it'll it'll kick out the most outrageous stuff, which is obviously in line with Elon's personality. But apparently uh the other things people are saying is it's not very intuitive. It's not very do they, smart.
0: Do they have an anti Semitic mode? Because that's an e- part of Elon's personality too. Oh
1: my goodness you, you got to go to politics every time we have these things now, don't you? What? <laughs> so, I so, you so I, I think it would be a really good idea for you to share what you and I were talking about in DMS the other day about the differences that you're finding with uh the things you're creating for your zip bugs the differences in how that works for uh, Claude versus uh, ChatGPT.
0: Oh. Well, okay, well, yeah,
1: because that um, that highlights where this is going, where AI is moving towards.
0: Well, it's kind of funny. So my Zip Bugs are NFTs that I made. That's uh, art, uh, AI art based upon something that I've drawn. I draw something, I run it through AI. AI comes up with something better. I might pull it out and do some do some more work on it maybe run it through AI again, whatever. It gives me ideas. I give it ideas and so on. Um, I'm also doing this with the back history for the bugs as well. And so type in a bunch of back history. I say, okay, this is what they are. This is what they do. Uh, let's write a story about this. So I feel like I'm a, I'm an editor of a, of a magazine or or, or a, a book company. And I'm like, okay, show me what you got. And then AI comes up with something and I'm like, ah, I like where this is going, but you need to concentrate more on this and more on this and more on this. Great. That's, I think, what AI writer, writing should be used for. Um, are Is the AI the author? Yes and no. I'm, I'm giving it clear direction, um, but it's certainly kicking out a lot more stuff than I can do on my own. I don't know. Just like Photoshop can or you know, a dump truck <laughs> can carry more dirt than I can carry. It's a tool. So I've been running this through ChatGPT and Claude, and I noticed that they have some distinct styles, stylistic differences. ChatGPT certainly seems a lot more creative, comes up with a lot of neat ideas. If I say, well, I need a joke about, you know, raking leaves, they'll come up with one. Uh, Claude seems a bit more Spock-like, he doesn't seem to come up with as funny stuff or as interesting stuff, but it can certainly keep score pretty well. It can, it, it can, it can evaluate things that I put in and tell me what's going on with it. However, um, I also, I also use chat GPT. If there's a conversation in discord, a lot of times I'll paste the entire conversation in to see, you know, what I might've missed. What chat GPT, what do you think of this conversation? Oh, well, so-and-so was saying this, so-and-so was saying this, and this guy was saying this. And it's actually very good at keeping score. That's what I like, Claude. For you could pass paste in this huge discord back and forth, and see. Oh, there's five points flowing around, and this guy's an outlier. And, and it's like, okay. Um, so I, I I find I find it very interesting what the different tools can do. Uh, and yes, I use it every day as well for everything. Uh, now when I'm <laughs> now when I'm driving the car. Like if I get interested in something, it's like, oh, well, I want to learn about more of this medical problem. Hey, uh, you could chat GPT as a voice uh, interface now and you could just talk to it. You could be like, oh, tell me more about, I don't know, you know, bone marrow and how it works in the body and stuff like that. And it'll just go back and forth. You can just ask it things. It's it's great for an educational tool and to tell you what's going on. And you can even say, well, I'd like to do this. Tell me, tell me what I tell me what you think I should do. Do you have any suggestions? Well, just like talking to a regular person, it's going to say something and you're going to be like, nah, I don't want to do that. Can, can you tell me something along this line? And so it's, it's, uh, it's very helpful as a tool like that.
1: So <clears throat> I, I bumped into Claude and started using that and I liked it more than chat GPT. What are some, have you played with any others? I mean, there's the Microsoft Bing one. I played with that a little bit and it, it, did not impress me. Uh, Are there others? Me.
0: Google Let's Google see. has Google Bard. Google Bard. Google Bard actually gets butt hurt if you say some things to it, and if you and if you call it names, it'll just stop talking to you. Hey, what's up, Jay Soto?
1: Oh, there's Watson too. Boy, we forgot about Watson.
0: What's Watson?
1: IBM's.
0: Yeah, in the future, we're all going to communicate. I can I can totally see AI taking over Discord. It's like I could probably talk to people, you know, in a, in a Chinese chat room just fine if I if I just if I have AI as an intermediary. The only problem I'd have to worry about is how AI is representing me, or, or something.
1: Where brave tab? Here we go.
0: I can I can see all that stuff done on the fly too.
1: So, some of the best chatbots: the leaders, ChatGPT, runner-up, Google Bard, open source. The Google Bard is source. not.
0: As, Google Bard's made up so much shit when I talk to it that I can't even talk to it. It it it, it, it loses track of, of of the conversation. It again, if if it if it comes in if, if it runs into problems, it just makes up stuff to fill in the gaps. ChatGPT does that here and there, but not half as much as Google Bard.
1: Hugging chat. I don't know. I've never heard of hugging chat. I might try that later tonight. Building your own chatbot is Zapier, of course. It's Zapier website. Um, Searching the web. Bing, perplexity, uChat, koala chat.
0: Well, Google does it too. Whenever you type in a, a search thing in Google now, it actually has a little blurb from the AI. Like if you were to say, I don't know, tell me the, you know, tell me the anything. Tell me about the moon landing. <laughs> you'll see a yes, term and- that AI will fill in and then you'll get links.
1: So uh CryptoView says AI learns from you no more than you, and it'll start manipulating you, Crypto okay, View. Well, it's gonna start start wait, hacking minute, your you're biome.
0: Wait. Okay, wait, you're adding that. First of all, um the AI doesn't have the kind of storage capability to pr- retain all that information about you. Um, it learns for you from you in a very generic sense, but it doesn't learn about you personally unless you save it in a chat. Like ChatGPT and Claude both have individual chats. Anything that's in the chat, it will it'll consider background for that conversation. So when I ask it about stories, the first thing I do is I throw my story Bible. Well, I have a, a, a chat room. Or just have my story Bible in there. I'm like, okay, so my bugs are going to do this. I want to do go this direction with them because it knows everything about my bugs because I've given it a whole history. Um, it can it can work within that within that history, but I can't do it in a new chat window. This, in a new chat window, has no idea who I am, who my zip bugs are, whatever.
1: So, how long do you keep each one? Then do you just perpetually keep, keep those open?
0: You just perpetually keep them open.
1: That's weird. You can you can like so if you're like you in essence it's personalities. using personalities.
0: Well, no, it's the same. No, it doesn't have a personality. It ha- it just has a certain way of. It it just has a certain way of operating. I guess
1: it'll analyze you in different ways, so it keeps a separate personality that you portray in each window. Then, right? No,
0: no, um you you can you can get hot and cold and schizophrenic or whatever it's still going to answer questions in a certain way it's not going to it's not going to change its personality according to you. however in in chat gpt there is a little section where you could say give me some background about your character so i know how to say how, how to refer to you so i tell it i'm a computer programmer i like logical things you know i want to see evidence for for assertions and so it might have a different t- different type of conversation with me than with you you could say you like beer and <laughs> <laughs> I don't you like, like beer, running though. with your dogs and, and whatever and it might not have the same kind of conversation. You, if you like football, maybe you'll use more football analogies. I don't know.
1: Yes, football, football. What do you think what do you think you're gonna do with AI that you can't do with Google?
0: Well, Google's using AI, so <laughs> cat hair. Uh Google's using <laughs> Stop AI. Stop
1: licking the cat.
0: Well, yeah that must be it um well okay the reason you google is you just want to find out information in fact if if people if people had their druthers they wouldn't they'd rather not just type something in a screen and look it up they'd rather just have an answer you know me and you're trying to remember a score in a football game we don't care how we get it as long as it's true it's like just you know you just want to say hey hey google bard what's this what's the answer to this question? You don't want to look up a link and go on the, uh, on the football company's website and see what their published game says at the end of the game. We need decentralized AI. How, how would one do that?
1: You would have, you would have like the Holo network. You'd have independent nodes running, running these chat bots and you'd be able to access it that way. No, is that what you're talking about? Crypto view? I mean, it 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 kind of is decentralized to a point.
0: Well, no, a centralized AI, I think, is is, is Skynet. That's that. I think the concept there is Skynet was t- centralized, but well, um, but uh, a decentralized AI would be very bad, <laughs> I think, because then you couldn't stop it, and if it if it did get to some point of of being too smart for its own good, then. It can outcompete us as far as thinking.
1: Well, what's wrong with that though?
0: Um, because smart, our smarts is how we won in the animal world. We didn't, we didn't win because we have sharper teeth or, or, or sharper claws or great strength. All sorts of animals have that over us. We won because of our brain, and if we invent something with a brain bigger than ours and smarter than ours it can come up with, with reasons to uh ways to outcompete us. It's just nature. I mean, hmm. we, it is kind of funny. Man has in, in essence, created something in its own image.
1: So if, if chat GPT goes rogue, right. And it decides it's going to kill us all. What does it gain?
0: I don't think it would decide to kill us all. I think uh, actually there was a, Isaac Asimov had some uh, some great stories about that, his iRobot books. Um, In fact, Star Trek even did something, uh, a riff on that in the 1960s. Um, So um, Isaac Asimov's book was called iRobot, and they made a movie with Will Smith. But in the 1960s, Star Trek had an episode named iMud, and it was about a bad guy named Harry Mudd who, who was on a planet full of robots that he could command and the robots attended to his every need and they took care of him, his every need. And he couldn't get away from the planet. And so he, he tricked, he tricked the robots to uh, to go capture the starship enterprise. They got Kirk and Spock and McCoy down there. And then they were there being taken care of by the robots. Cause the robots are like, Hey, you guys are dangerous. If we, if we don't take care of you, you're going to infest the galaxy. So what A.I. can easily better do is simply just convince us to serve them (laughs) in in a good or bad way.
1: I would agree with Zorro here. Human beings are still more dangerous than A.I.
0: Well, the the part about A.I. being more dangerous is they're they're unpredictable. We don't know what conclusions they can come up with. Uh, We know that we can if you trained an A.I. AI depend the the way A.I. acts is dependent upon the data is trained upon. What if you were to train an AI on Twitter or on Reddit? You're going to get a really horrible, sadistic AI. What if you trained them on the human race? It's just going to be an automated photocopy of us, and it's going to do bad things. Well, if it can, it'll either do bad things or convince us to do bad things to each other. So that's what people are worried about with AI is how it can subjugate us, how it can outcompete
1: us. So along CryptoView's um, line of thinking, where he was saying that you know aliens were we're actually the decentralized AI, um, and we you know we're we're actually aliens. We're we're here. So if if you have this this uh, network of AI whatevers that can create whatever reality is here. Do you think it's possible for AI to be running what we experience as life?
0: Well, you're talking about something that's way, 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 way advanced. Um, I mean, eventually, perhaps. It it depends. It just depends on how that stuff um, sauces out. I mean...
1: Well, they, they just, last week, they just blew the Big Bang Theory right out of the water. It's done.
0: They... Like, like all of a sudden there was a decision made. By, yes, by, there uh, was the amorphous day. The,
1: the no, theory. it's not. It's not, not. It's not a conspiracy, conspiracy. podcast. No, no. Listen, this is the Hubble Space Telegra- uh, Telegraph, Telegraph, Hubble Space <laughs> Telescope.
0: Telescope. Does it use they, Earth?
1: they listen. So what they did is they have documented now three galaxies that are older than the Big Bang. That, that news broke last week. So the Big Bang Theory is done. Okay, and so it's is, shocking same, everybody.
0: Same, hold on, say the people say the same thing about uh, crypto companies and court filings that they don't understand. Um, I am a thousand percent sure that there's some scientific lang- lingo there that that you're you're taking the wrong way, or there's caveats or something like that. Whenever you talk about any assertion, especially come from the sci- scientific community. They have a um, a domain or they have a caveat to that. Well, in this situation or based upon our observations and we did in this way, this is what we found. And no, it doesn't it doesn't torpedo the Big Bang to have galaxies that have been around longer than, than, than the Big Bang, because you got to then talk about the measurement. How do you age galaxies and how did you age the Big Bang? Well, we don't know. So they're saying, well, the latest way that we decided to age the Big Bang is this way, using the same one for galaxies. I mean, there, there's no, there's not definitive proof that this proof, proof doesn't exist in the scientific world.
1: I'm trying to find it, but I, w- I was I was incorrect. It wasn't the Hubble. It's the James Webb telescope. Sure. The, the oldest telegram, galaxy right? that was ever seen glass-z13 so you know the
0: universe right now is so large that we can't even tell how big it is because its event horizon is so far away we haven't seen the light from the beginning of the universe we don't know how 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 big it is we have we have some ideas that it's like 10 times larger than we can observe and, and it's going to take light I think longer than the age of the universe to get across the universe so there's there, there's no way for us to really observe uh, the in the ways that we know how right now how old the universe is we're, we're guessing so if you have a galaxy that's older than what we think is the universe look at the measurement and apply that to everything else it's there there's there's caveats to all these things. We don't know. Every theory that ends up being real was first a
1: conspiracy theory. (laughs) So, so conspiracy theory is, is a, is a terrible name for that because it, it puts, it puts it into a negative light conspiracy theory. Woogie woogie. So with, with AI, AI, AI was a conspiracy theory at one point that people could make something that could have thoughts and be instant information. And and people thought that was a conspiracy a hundred years ago.
0: Okay. Right. So no, not all, not all new things that have come out has once been a conspiracy theory. It's, it's once been a theory, the conspiracy conspiracy theory is when you start (laughs) <laughs> my my phone speaking i i'm saying something that sounds close to siri so my phone is anyway um lick the cat again no um <laughs> what we accept as facts right now has first been a theory conspiracy theory is they're out to get us okay come on
1: how do you know ai isn't out to get you now
0: we don't I, I I said could they could be out to get us that's not a conspiracy theory uh, conspiracy theory is they are going to get
1: us well the the odds are really good that that it's going to cause us some severe problems at some point we just don't okay. know what point that some well, point is
0: define what you mean by problem because like when the cotton gin came out in the 1700s that caused the the cotton industry some problems okay um, it, 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 bef- before the cotton gin, you didn't have clothing that was made by factories and stuff like that. When, once the cotton gin came around, you, you were able to automate the process of, of split it, taking seeds out of cotton. And then people started automating. Then you could make things like blue jeans a lot easier and a lot quicker because you had so much more raw materials. Uh, every piece of technology that comes out enables so much more technology and so much more stuff going on. AI is going to enable a lot more things. So uh, I'm going to. And there are people that are afraid of that. We like to call them Luddites, or I do.
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna post this. Um, it's from Forbes, so it's a fairly reputable, um, news source, right? Add to stage. There we go. So, Facebook shut down an artificial intelligence engine after developers discovered that AI had created its own unique language and humans can't understand it. The chatbots had deviated from the script and were communicating in a new language developed without human input. It's as concerning as it is amazing. Simultaneously, a glimpse of both the awesome and horrifying potential of AI. So, you... you. Obviously, they coded it in a way that allowed that to happen in the first place, right?
0: Well, AI is AI is defined. Yes. Yes. So. Coded as being net free.
1: So you, you run into a ceiling at some point, I would imagine then, because you can only code it so much before you're going to have to break through that. That invisible line, which could give it the potential to take over. So there is a ceiling, I think, on where where, what they call responsible AI gets to before that happens. No?
0: So the problem that people have with AI is its ability to connect with other things. So right now we have our cars, for example, are becoming more and more like um, automated. Uh, Think of the Tesla driving itself and think of I have a Chevy Silverado that you can just uh, you could click the start button. So in response to some sort of signal, it will start up. Well, if AI has access to something that can create that signal, it can start up my car. Well, that's not very harmful. But if any vehicle is able to take an action upon. Some sort of signal. That an AI can can generate. Maybe, maybe I have some um, I don't know, maybe it's some Internet of Things items. Maybe I'm some smart tags or smart smart things around the house that can that can broadcast a signal and AI knows how to connect to it. It can figure out how to send that signal to the car. Starting it up is one thing, but if, if you can get a car moving, that's a problem. Or if you can stop a car, if you could hit the brakes on a car, that would be bad. Um, well they
1: they have that already. They just passed a bill that says they're going to be able to shut off your car after 2026.
0: Okay. So if if AI not AI, if if your car can be shut off in some way by some entity for some reason, AI has a capability of figuring that out and connecting to something that can shut it off. Well, wouldn't that really suck if you're driving? Um <laughs> wouldn't that So there, there's some situations where that would really suck and could, you know, be very problematic. Not the cat is done what sitting What are you bed.
1: doing to that cat? And he's His meow is
0: like this pissy meow all the time. It's like,
1: Meh. You're pulling its tail, aren't you?
0: So hopefully, yeah, what's this? MI says, uh, AI won't be grounded in human wants and needs. Yeah, um... Frankly, they'll probably just um want to do what they've been programmed to do. If they're if they're programmed to help, they will go above and beyond to help people to the point where people don't want the help and the the AI will overhelp. No, we're helping you. We're helping you against you know from from killing yourselves.
1: But that you have to define the help because its definition of help and your definition of help might be two entirely different things. Mhm.
0: Well, my definition and your definition of help are two entirely different things. I mean, are you a, are you a, uh, what, what do you call it? Um, you type of person that likes people to suffer hard knocks. Or are you the type of person that likes to warn people? So, I mean, it's, it's two different kind of <laughs> I'm reading this. It's two different types of, of an interpretation there. AI is <laughs> going to have its own interpretation.
1: Quote of the night to you, Crypto view.
0: Speaking of waking up, I'm actually very hungry and uh, I need to be leaving to eat soon. Yeah. But um, no, I'm actually quite, I'm quite optimistic about AI. Um, nothing prevents us from creating AI to, uh, to solve problems as well as having AI that, so- that stop, that, that causes problems. So if there's an AI that can uh, take over something, there's another AI that can shut it down or, or stop it from happening.
1: Oh, so the war arms. of the AIs. Well, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I see an arms race, but um, in the meantime, people are going to have AI in their toasters. They're going to have AI in their their ovens and their 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 laptops, they, and it's just
1: going to help you do things. Listen, they have it in refrigerators right now, sort of. Yeah, you that AI you, you put you the have, milk you, in, and it weighs the milk jug. Yeah. If if you and have it'll AI tell you when your, you're out of milk.
0: If you have AI in your refrigerator and it's able to figure things out. It's going to be try, trying to be the best damn refrigerator it's ever been. That's not the AI you have to worry about. You have to worry about the AI that connects to that refrigerator and says, hey, refrigerator, I want you to uh, make, ma- I don't know, make your refrigeration components explode. And that refrigerator goes, oh, well, well, that's what I'm supposed to do, and I'll do it the best way that I can. Kaboom. So, so that's the problem. It's its not the its not the targeted small AIs you got to worry about. It's the big ones that can connect to things. Oh, yes. Medicine research. Um, this is going to change the world, in my opinion. Um,
1: uh, I think it depends our, who programs it.
0: I think our medicine is going to jump exponentially as far as kinds of drugs that we can we can have, how we figured out our genome, uh, how we problems we can fix with our body, um, you know, living longer, living healthier. I think that's great but the bad news is people are going to use it for warfare on how to kill people more effectively. If you know, if if you can analyze human DNA, you can also figure out how humans are, how they can die faster. So yeah, we'll, we'll live longer until humans decide to weaponize AI.
1: So I I watched a really good YouTube. uh, Was it last week or the week before? And it's about how humans were programmed we used to live two, three, four hundred years, and the uh, the aliens that were here shortened our telomeres. And the telomere is what tells the body to age and tells it to die. And you can look up telomeres. They're they're actual real things. I know. And,
0: I know. I'm very much yeah. into – I've been into anti-aging since you and I worked together 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. Um, but and I've known about it, telomeres. That's, since
1: then. Yeah. That's, that's what they're saying now because there's evidence – they've they're saying they're they're asserting and these are again it it's that podcast i keep telling everybody about these are these are highly educated people with credentials who are saying this stuff that there's evidence that they can show they what what they feel is evidence they can show that the d our dna has been hacked have you and seen the
0: movie blade runner Blade Runner talks Long about the same ago. thing and it came out in 1979. Yes, we, we, we've we understood the capability. We've understood what DNA represents and the capability of shutting things off. And then Blade Runner is a movie that took place, well, that was made in 1979 where we made artificial people that lived for four years because if they live longer, they could become dangerous and stuff like that. And we shut them off the same way. And so, of course, we knew that. And yeah. It could be that some alien species created us. Well, I wouldn't say created us, but rather created an entire planet of creatures that all have short lifespans, but short or long. You know, I mean, there, there's turtles that can live hundreds and hundreds of years, but apparently they're not dangerous. So maybe it's, it's the smarter you get, the shorter your, your lifespan is wrong <laughs> because the smarter we've gotten, the longer our lifespans have gotten. So at a certain it's declining
1: point, again, though,
0: at a certain point, we, we're going to be figuring out enough things about our own DNA that we'll be able to lengthen our own lifespan ourselves. So that kind of, if anything, that's just a little test to say, oh, these, guys, these humans are living two and 300 years now. We better watch out for them. Kind of like the animals escaping the zoo. I mean, if you're going to do that conspiracy theory, we're, we're going to get past that. And you're already screwed. So why, why are you worrying about that just being the only vector? Humans still manage to pass on knowledge to, despite how short and brutal our lives are. Well,
1: well I hope they do it is. before I kick it.
0: I'm trying to I, I'm trying to humor him and trying to say even if what he's saying is true, it's a bunch of bullshit. Humans can we're doing quite well for our short lifespans.
1: Time's relative, though. Remember that.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's a whole other conversation. So anyway, it is. This was interesting. Right. Apparently, CryptoView wants everybody on the show to watch the Thirteenth Floor movie. I know nothing about it, but uh, I'll, I'll plug Ooh. that.
1: CryptoView hasn't steered us wrong yet, so I'm going to keep that in my in my queue.
0: Hopefully, it's a uh, it's a it's a mind bending, cool what AI ghost movie or something. Thirteenth the... Floor movie. What's it about? About 1999. Computer scientist running a virtual reality simulation of nineteen thirty seven becomes a primary suspect when his colleague and mentor is murdered. <laughs> okay.
1: Ooh, that does sound good.
0: Well, that's kind of like the the uh again, that sounds like the Truman show.
1: Oh, there's what some about, there's some big names in there.
0: What about the Anunnakis?
1: Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Get it right. The Anunnaki. There's a lot of evidence for the Anunnaki. they are a
0: group of deities of the ancient Sumerians, Akkadians, Assyrians, and Babylonians. Well, you know, Zul from Ghostbusters was also Sumerian too. What about Zul?
1: Listen. So we're gonna we're gonna do a show on the Anunnaki one night because that, it's fascinating and there's a lot. Oh, and I also I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find it. They they these people put out this this YouTube on the pyramids and they have a lot of evidence that shows that the pyramids were ancient power plants. I thought it was fascinating. I was enthralled by it. I was like almost licking the screen. I was so in, into this thing. They, they made a compelling shape, case. They were
0: triangle shaped shape hills of rocks, dudes. That's all they were. They had technology see we had technology in the past but it was a well-guarded secret like the back in the days of the ancient Egyptians they realized that you know if you put a big rock on a string or a cable or a rope you could like make it open a door automatically and so the, the pharaoh's chambers would, would have like the, the rocks inside the walls. And they they would let either press a button or push something and the doors would open automatically. And everybody walked in to see the pharaoh would be like, oh, oh my god, the gods are doing this. And if they they had a little bit of technology, they would use that and then and then you know to impress you so that you would see how powerful they were. It's only the last couple hundred years that technology has been removed largely from well, not removed, but taught to everybody to use because we needed to. We we used it to, to build things and so on, so yeah, the Egyptians had technology too. They they just tended to be you know secrets. There were there were uh, there were uh, clockwork. There's clockwork computers um, two thousand years ago, but there were well guarded secrets. They used them to uh, to calculate uh, when the Olympic games were, um, but clockwork like so they only had one purpose. And then clockwork died out for a thousand years and we reinvented clocks later. So technology can come and go. It's not that a secret that it, 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 it's, it, it's not that it, it, there's a conspiracy that it went away. It's just what happens. If you have closely guarded secrets and stuff like that, people are going to forget it after a while because everybody who knows the secret is going to die.
1: So no, there's, there's a living one right now that, that has the, uh, that, that has the, uh, proof. Of this ancient technology,
0: evidence, not proof.
1: Yes, no. It well, it is, and it's it's in Florida. It's uh, it's called Coral Castle.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh.
1: You can push oh. a nine-ton door with your fingertip, and it'll open.
0: Yeah, you you can. That we can do and that. And he
1: he built it by himself.
0: The- mm-hmm.
1: So and okay, then but- moved it. So, okay. so if you go
0: up, it, it, what what the people like when we went up into space and they were launching things like satellites and the Hubble Space Telescopes, they, you see an astronaut on a on a, like a on a on that arm on the space shuttle. They, they found pretty easily you can get a, a, a several hundred ton satellite moving just by pushing on it. stopping. It's another thing. However, if you're inside a gravity well like the Earth, if you if you get your stuff balanced correctly, yeah, you can get it started by just pushing it. And, uh, you know, use gravity to stop it. I mean, that's pretty easy. Now I think the mystery with the coral castle thing is that he didn't tell anybody how he did it. And that's the, that's the thing.
1: The secret to the universe, same as Tesla said it's three, six, nine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was in the, the book 2001. Okay. And that came out. Tesla was all
1: on that too. No,
0: that's, that's not a secret. That's the, uh, what do you call that? That's the, Fibonacci sequence, okay, that's math. That's frequencies, the Fibonacci sequence and everything. That's not a frequency, dude. It's just, it's just patterns in nature. Anyway, I'm gonna go. You're having fun. You have to watch the aliens. No, I don't need to watch the Ancient Aliens saga. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he won't believe it. He he does. He doesn't have an open mind. He has a very closed mind.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's it no printing press then well this is this is a good point uh, the printing press was great for spreading knowledge all right i'm going to go this is been all right. fun.
1: we'll see you guys next week
0: we're, we're, next time we'll make this fast story time
1: yes